This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. A Sunday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current one, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. Foam loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. All right, the NHL Stanley Cup final is set. We want to talk about last night's game, which vaulted the Tampa Bay Lightning into their third straight Stanley Cup final and the awaiting Colorado Avalanche with my next guest. He covers the entire NHL, one of the lead NHL writers for YahooSports.com, Justin Cuthbert, here with us on CBS Sports Radio. We got a good NBA, uh, excuse me, good NHL final coming our way, Justin? Yeah, we do. I mean, this one's actually been in the making for a couple of years now. I think if you were to pick one team to be the class of the Western Conference over the last three to five years, it would be the Colorado Avalanche. If you were picking, obviously, the class of the NHL, it would be the Tampa Bay Lightning over the last three to five years. So these two have been kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, staring at each other for a little bit, uh, but they haven't been able to reach this point. Uh, that's because Colorado has sort of stubbed its toe every time it gets to the second round. But we are talking about the two best teams in the league, and they're finally meeting in the Stanley Cup final, and that's a great thing for hockey, and it should be a great thing for fans, even though we, we did hype up some other series that didn't, you know, didn't necessarily – uh, meet expectations, but this one should be good. This is the class of both conferences, and that's all you can really ask for. And correct me if I'm wrong, and I tried looking it up and I couldn't find uh, old odds, but if memory serves, they were the two favorites before the year started. Tampa was the favorite East. Colorado was certainly the favorite in the West. So we played a whole bunch of hockey regular season in the playoffs. I think it's a good thing when the two teams that were supposed to be the best end up being the best and earn their way into a Stanley Cup final. I know it's maybe not as unpredictable, but I want to see the best of the best, and do we have the two best here? Yeah, Cinderella's nice every now and then, but I think it's too common in the NHL for that that one team to overachieve, reach the Stanley Cup final, and kind of get blown out by the team that's, that's supposed to win. Mm. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, Colorado's been the betting favorite from the preseason on through wire to wire. Uh, they've been considered the class of the league since the start. Tampa's like kind of moved up and down a little bit. They've actually underdogs in their first two series um, and uh, was the favorite against the New York Rangers. But they've been kind of, you know, been sort of waiting for their demise, I guess, because it's really difficult to go back to back, let alone back to back to back. Uh, so they've sort of proven that they still have, um, you know, enough gas in the tank that the, a trite of elements of the Stanley Cup playoffs hasn't hurt, haven't hurt them too much, but uh, this is with Tampa being able to hold on and being the immovable object in the NHL, and for Colorado, which has been the best team and considered the best team since the start of the year, 
this really is the marquee matchup and something that's, uh, you know, the Stanley Cup playoffs rarely gets this. So it's, it's almost a breath of fresh air. Something I've been saying with Colorado, uh, excuse me, with uh, Tampa doing what they did in the series against the Rangers, they truly do show the heart of a champion. That the Rangers get up 2 nothing, they're up 2 nothing in the third game, and Tampa rallies at home and gets the win uh, to get to 2-1, and they tie it up 2-2, go into New York and win. Um, they played very good hockey, and there's a reason they've won two straight championships. But part of that is experience, and part of that is heart. And they do play with a lot of heart. How much heart are they going to need here in this uh, Stanley Cup final? Yeah, they're going to have to do the exact same thing. I mean, this is not the Tampa of even like five, six years ago where they were reimagining, reimagining what an elite power play would look like and scoring more goals than everybody else and setting franchise records for regular season wins. This is a team that took its lumps in the postseason and learned how to be a truly great postseason team and they overcome more talented teams because they are so dedicated to playing that certain way and the way that you have to play in the playoffs and the way that they learned they had to play which is you know it starts with their goaltender but blocking as many shots as possible waiting for the chance to counterattack. it's really almost a park the bus mentality sometimes where they're not worried about trading chances they're worried about making sure that they protect their own first and that's a bit of a style contrast because Colorado really gets after it and they're going to be probably possessing the puck for most of the series, but the Lightning just know how to handle themselves when five men are behind the puck, and when they get their opportunities, they take them. So you're right. It's all about guts and nerve and all that stuff for Tampa. I mean, they've really personified that and showed that they can provide that more so than anyone else. But Colorado's a different animal, so it'll be interesting to see how this sort of shakes down and see if Colorado does get ahead like the New York Rangers did, if they can keep applying that pressure without – without Tampa eventually swinging momentum in their favor. The guy who vaulted Tampa back into their third straight Stanley Cup final in yesterday's game was certainly Steven Stamkos. Um, I know he had a 60-goal season shoot a decade ago in his NHL career, but his 106 points were the most ever in his career. It's almost Tom Brady-like that a guy, hockey years a little different than football years, but a guy of his age being able to play at the level that he is, would you comp this season to his any, as good as any that Stamkos has ever had in his career? Not quite the same as the first couple of years that he had in the league where he was challenging Alexander Ovechkin for the premier goal scorer in the league. But you're right, he's on something of a redemption arc right now because the Tampa Bay Lightning won their first Stanley Cup two years ago with Steven Stamkos being limited to just a handful of shifts. He was injured, couldn't play in the bubble, and he got back into the lineup only to have to exit immediately. Uh, and, of course, you know there's some redemptive element of uh, last season where they won, where he was in the lineup and played a big factor. But he had a brilliant regular season, and he kind of like brushed aside a lot of the narrative that he was sort of fading as an elite player. And there was actually talk about him being potentially traded or that they would bring up the idea of moving him to solve their salary cap issues after they won that first Stanley Cup. It never came to fruition, but he's answered the bell since that Stanley Cup that he wasn't really a part of and those trade um, discussions or, or ideas at least. And he's been just as important as really any other skater for the Lightning during this run. He came up with an absolutely big moment, as you mentioned, in Game 6. And for that reason, it's kind of hard to pick who's you know the driving force behind this Lightning team other than their goaltender. There's just so many options. And Stamkos is, was kind of lagging behind a couple years before that, uh, before this, and 
now he's right back up there. He's just one of the most key members of this team and, and really doing his job as the captain of that, of that group. Yeah, I want to ask you about their goaltender because Vasilevsky has arguably been the best goaltender in hockey the last several years. I might say the guy he faced off against this last series might have had a better regular season than him, uh, but he has come up big in the playoffs again. That's the only position where I say, all right, here's where Tampa actually has an edge. Is Vasilevsky going to be good enough to uh, shut down this Colorado offense, which has just been stone-cold scary all year, but even kicked it up a notch in the postseason? How much pressure is on him between the pipes? Yeah, not just an edge in goaltending, but a massive, massive edge. I mean, Andre Vasilevsky, as you mentioned, he's the – he might not have had the best regular season. He may not win the Vezina Trophy every year, but he is far and away the best goaltender in the NHL. And he's in the process of writing uh, or, or putting together one of the single best resumes in hockey history. If he wins three straight Stanley Cups, maybe he bags two Conn Smythe trophies. I mean, we're talking about the sort of resumes that really no one else can offer. And he's still, you know, probably on the front nine of his career if he really wants to be. Um, but I expect Colorado to kind of have maybe a 60-40 share of possession and shots and attempts and all that. So despite the fact that he's going to be way more equipped than either Darcy Kemper or Pavel Francouz, he's going to have to maybe single-handedly even the playing field by just being the best player on the ice. And I definitely think that's with his, it, within his capabilities. I mean, he's overcome Igor Shesterkin, Carey Price, Ben Bishop. He's He's come through in all these high-profile goaltending matchups we've seen over the last three years, and this is an opportunity for him to be far and away the better goaltender. And I think he'll have to be if Tampa's going to win. I mean, he's going to have to be absolutely stellar, but nothing from Andre Vasilevsky's track record over the last three years would suggest he'd be anything short of that. He is the best goaltender in the world, and he's even better than that when he has to be. He's basically unbeatable when the Lightning are facing elimination. He's just as good when they have a chance to eliminate an opponent. I mean, Andre Vasilevsky's everything you want in a playoff goaltender, and he's going to have to be really, really good. They're going to be the Colorado Avalanche. Justin Cuthbert, lead NHL writer for YahooSports.com, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, speaking of best at his position, I watch my fair share of hockey, regular season, West Coast games. I'm an East Coast guy in Colorado's out west. Uh, not as many late nights till 1.30 staying up watching the games uh, as I do uh, maybe other sports. But when the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs uh, jump in, you pay attention to every single game. I may have missed it, but watching the playoffs, Kale Maker's the best defenseman in the National Hockey League, is he not? Yeah, by far. I think he's sort of the same as Vasilevsky with defensemen. Right. Uh, he's yep. not won the he didn't win the Norris Trophy last year. He's probably going to win it this year. He could probably be a betting favorite or or the the person that has to be dethroned every year in that category because he's almost as you know. I, I just compared him to Vasilevsky. He's kind of like Connor McDavid in the way that he is so far in a way different than anyone else who plays his position. He might be the best skater in the NHL. He's one of the few who can actually defend someone of McDavid's caliber or Kucherov's caliber. He's just an exceptional all-around talent, and he's probably my choice as the lead to win the Consumite Trophy just because he's such a driving force for Colorado. So he is just a treat to watch, and I understand that a lot of people don't stay up and watch Colorado Avalanche late at night in the regular season, but he is going to give you reason to in this series if you're paying attention because uh, he is uh, an exceptional, exceptional talent. It's so far and away different than 
most players we see in the NHL. And this is only his third year in the league, so he's risen to the status of best player at his position in only three years. You don't see that very often in any sport, certainly not in the National Hockey League. And not usually among defensemen. I mean, we oftentimes see, uh, you know, 10 years before a defenseman really hits his prime. I mean, Victor Hedman's recently won uh, a Norris Trophy and, of course, is the workhorse for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it kind of took him five, six, seven years to really hit his prime. And now we're seeing his best years in, like, year 11, uh, maybe 10, 11. So, it's, it's um, he, yeah, he jumped onto the scene during the Stanley Cup playoffs a few years ago, just had everyone everyone's head turned won the Calder Trophy, was maybe a little bit snubbed to not win the, the Norris Trophy last year. And, of course, he's probably going to win it this year. He's just been uh, – he's right away he's been an exceptional talent and uh, someone that's really stood out on a team that has a bunch of standouts. All right. Uh, Colorado has gotten to the Stanley Cup Finals going 12-2. and Tampa's had to do a little bit more work. Uh, losing the first round to Toronto 3-2, had a rally to get a seven-game victory, got the sweep. Now the Rangers down 2 nothing in the series. So I'd say Tampa's had to work harder to get to the Stanley Cup final. Colorado, two sweeps out of the three series they, they played. They've had a nice period of time to get rested and relaxed leading into the Stanley Cup final. Game one. Advantage Colorado because of rest or advantage Tampa because there could be some rust attached to the avalanche? I'd say advantage Colorado for the purpose or for the reasons, uh, you know, of rest, but I'd actually give them more of the advantage because Tampa is like, a, it's, Tampa's a team that has to sort of get a read, calculate, sort of adjust. They have to like kind of feel out their opponent before they can really take control. Uh, aside from that Florida series, I mean, they're a team that has to find an adjustment, I think, because man to man, I think Colorado is the better team. So we'll see if Tampa makes that adjustment. But I think for that reason, Colorado sort of has the advantage early where that might be a little bit overwhelming. It'll be like trying to catch up to 102 mile an hour fastball after seeing exclusively change ups um, because <laughs> Colorado is that good and they should be just absolutely chomping at the bit to get going. So I, I do expect the advantage to be Colorado's early. I could see Tampa coming back in the series because they've always found a way. They always figure out a way to beat their opponents. So I could see it starting Colorado, ending Tampa Bay, which would probably equate to a long series. Justin, uh, you and I agree on advantage in goal, Tampa. A lot of other advantages, Colorado. Is there a coaching advantage in this series in your mind? Hard to say because John Cooper obviously has gotten a lot of credit for what the Tampa Bay Lightning have done in recent seasons. And Jared Bednar's been unable to get his team past the second round until this season. So uh, there's more example or there's more obvious reason to favor John Cooper. But I think Jared Bednar is one of the league's premier coaches as well. But when it is, it does come down to adjustments. And we've seen one team make those adjustments time and time again. And John Cooper is obviously leading those adjustments. So I think it's probably going to be on him to be the better coach. I'm just not convinced he's that far and away better than uh, than Jared Bednar, like a Vasilevsky, would have the advantage over either Franzos or Darcy Kemper. I think we might see a pretty strong performance from from uh, Bednar as well, but we know what to expect from John Cooper, which is having his team ready to go. Yeah, he'll be ready, and the team always is come uh, Stanley Cup final time. Evidence there, two straight wins this year. All right, uh, away from the Stanley Cup final, got a, well, it's kind of tied to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, I was talking about it on the, another show I did earlier this morning. 
NBA playoff ratings are down. They've actually had some very exciting series and some good games, but the ratings are off from where they were last year, year before. NHL ratings are actually up. Any reason for it? Uh, I've got a theory. Let's see if yours matches mine. Why do you think NHL's ratings drop? Not like they're through the roof or anything, and uh, the bar was a little low to begin with, but their ratings are up. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it begins and probably ends with the broadcasting partners. I think when you move from NBC, I mean, NBC's got the biggest show in television, Sunday Night Football, so it's not like they're you know, uh, they're not going to do a good job with their product. But when the NHL moved ESPN and TNT, I think it changed everything because they were going to have those automatic eyeballs, eyeballs with just the TV being on ESPN. But the, certainly the content factory that is ESPN and the real strong coverage that TNT was able to provide, I think that certainly made a difference. But this really has been an exceptional playoffs, and I think the product is telling the story for itself because we've had great series, uh, throughout from round one into the Stanley Cup final being the most interesting, fascinating Stanley Cup final that we've had in quite a while. So I feel like a lot to do of it is just the legitimizing aspect of being on ESPN and TNT. Um, but uh, I also think that uh, the play is doing a lot of the talking as well, because I think it's been more entertaining than the NBA. And as an NHL guy, I can admit that the NBA has a far superior product when it comes down to it, aside from maybe the first round. But with Edmonton, Colorado, and those real exciting games and Tampa Bay and the story that they're telling, I just think there's been a lot more reason to, to, to tune into the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. But ESPN and TNT have a lot to do with it as well. Your theory holds a lot of water, maybe even better than mine. I'll give you mine. Tell me if mine holds any water. I think the quasi-hockey fan, the casual hockey fan, enjoys having two different networks, that it's a different pregame show and a different uh, couple of guys calling the games between ESPN and TNT and going back and forth and comparing the two and the like. Usually you get one network, they get all of the final games, and boom, there you go. Throughout these playoffs, it's gone back and forth between the two. I think the casual hockey fan likes the diversity. How about you? I can see that as well. I mean, I, I live in Toronto, so uh, we, we have different um And you got your own up there, yes. We have for a while, but one of the big things and one of the big mistakes I think the NHL made, especially with Canada and have recently rectified in the United States, is having those competing broadcast broadcasters. If you only have one, complacency can set in. And if you have two, they have to raise their level because they're fighting for the same advertising dollars. So I think ESPN and TNT have been, been trying to outperform both NBC and what we saw before, but also each other. And when you raise the level, I, I think you give a better product. And I think people, I think you're right. I think there is reason to see what both of these competing networks are doing. And I think I, I favor TNT and what they've done to start, but I think they're trying to bring out the best in each other. And, it's, and it really has given people a reason to watch beyond the quality of the games. He has done a great job with us here today, so I'm not even going to ask him to pick the series. I'm going to tell you you're going to have to read him at yahoosports.com this week before they get it underway. I think it's going to be a great one. Justin, thanks for hopping on with us today. Appreciate it, bud. Appreciate it. Enjoy the final. Justin uh, Cuthbert from uh, yahoosports.com, lead NHL writer here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, we can uh, jump into the Stanley Cup final. I'll make a pick before the show ends today. All right, I'll, I'll jump on the record. I could say I could wait during the week. And I'll do it on Twitter. No, no, no. I'll make a pick before the show ends. I, I'll make a promise. I've actually kind of leaned in a direction during the show today. Hockey fan, you get on. We can keep talking hoops and football and baseball, too. You make the call. 
855-212-4227. Jody Mack here with you on uh, CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 